0: Hey there, Kelly Sparta. Just wanted to make sure that you know, the retreat is down to four spots left. So if you're interested in the retreat in Panama in November, Adventures in Energetics, we are at our last four spots available. Check it out at kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. And as always, don't forget Spirit Guides has more than one episode a week. You're only getting one episode on this podcast uh, but if you come over to the Spirit Guides podcast, we have five episodes a week, and we would love to see you there. Have a great one. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road as on the horizon within my car I'm on well, I've got my headphones on too tight. <laughs> there we go. That's better. We
1: had all kinds of technical difficulties there because I couldn't hear myself in the open. So you had headphone issues. I had headphone issues. Now we're good. Now we can. Okay. Now we can really start rocking and rolling here.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just Mercury going. I know. I said I was direct. Psych. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Just when you thought it was safe to put on just a pair of headphones. Just
0: when
1: you thought it was safe. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> good time. So, Kelly. Yeah. How's your tree?
0: Uh, well, my tree is about the same. <laughs> oh. oh, bummer. <laughs> and, and you know, Jeff is still cleaning up the yard. Oh so my goodness. He's still trying to put away all of the brush and the so the tree had a um vines that had been growing around it for uh. a long time that someone had cut the vines off at the base, but so the there's these skeletons of these vines around the entire tree mm. and so You know, he had this huge pile of vines that we burned last night. So, yay, Yay. that's done. And then, you know, we've still got massive trunk sections and, you know. Okay. So, yeah, they're they're getting ready. Maybe do some work on it on Sunday, probably next week.
1: Do you have the beautiful weather weekend down there?
0: I'm going to the beach. Oh,
1: it's so wonderful. I love, up here in, in, in Boston area, we're going to have in the 70s in November. I mean, come on. It's unheard of. It never of. happens. Unheard of. I love it. I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah, it's going to be
0: 72 at the beach in oh, Virginia. Goodness. That's where we're going. We're taking the puppy.
1: That is perfect.
0: That is perfect.
1: Um, I don't think that the listeners have met your puppy yet. Did you want to introduce, maybe not actually introduce him because they can't. <laughs> he can't talk, but do you want to tell them about your puppy?
0: Yeah, last weekend, uh we went out and adopted a dog named Otis. Actually, it wasn't last weekend. It was two weekends yeah. ago. Um but we we named him Otis uh because a friend said that he has soulful eyes and <laughs> Jeff went Otis. I'm like, "Yes, Otis Redding." And he Otis, said, "Yes." Not man. <laughs> so, his name is Otis after Otis Redding. He is a boxer. Oh. That's and he's or- a pound puppy. We got him from the the local pound. He's about seven years old. Oh,
1: excellent. And he's been fitting in with the
0: new family here? He likes to talk yeah, okay. a lot. Okay. And so we've had to have conversations about when it's mommy and daddy's time to be quiet <laughs> and, when, <laughs> and when you can talk. And we discovered last night that sirens calls cause him to howl. Okay. So we were sitting around the fire and... The, the siren went by in the distance, and he started howling with it, and I was like, "I wonder how this works and I howled, and he howled, and we we had a little howling session <laughs> out, outside last night so
1: well, that's excellent, so now we know when when we hear Otis calling in the background it 's just him singing it's that's just him, him singing,
0: singing. <laughs> he is a singer. let me tell you <laughs> perfect, perfect,
1: so we're talking about something today that we've touched on and uh, episodes before, you you mentioned it before, just recently, I think it was either the last episode of the episode before you talked about the fact that you run a mystery school. Yeah. So I think that we had discussed then that a lot of the listeners and a lot of people didn't necessarily realize that or understand what that means. So we're going to spend this episode today to kind of talk about what that is. What is a mystery school?
0: Yeah. And and um, we're not just going to talk about my mystery school. Right. We're going to talk about mystery schools in general, exactly. right? Yep. So. Because there's a lot of stuff, you you know, when I was coming out of the spiritual closet on the mystery school thing, of course, my marketing people are like, oh, well, you've got to go and and research the other mystery schools out there and see how they're saying it. And I was like, "Mm, all right, whatever. (laughs) Like I do what I do, but you know, okay, if you want me to. And so I went and I looked and I was like, yeah, no, this is not what I do. (laughs) So the thing about mystery schools we don't really have a point of reference for them. Okay. Uh, The closest thing that we have as a point of reference would be maybe a dojo, right? Where you work your way through different levels and you learn life skills along with martial arts and, you know, a perspective on life, right? That's a dojo is probably the closest thing that we have, unless you're really into the spiritual world and you're doing, you know, things that are more associated with that, with with mystery school sort of concepts. A mystery school is called a mystery school because it teaches mysteries.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Go figure. Right? I- I'm assuming you <laughs> don't
1: mean like Sherlock Holmes.
0: No, 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 no. It's, you know, mysteries of the universe, right? <laughs> you know, it's the secrets of life and the energetic things that nobody else knows, okay. right? The reason that these are mysteries is because... The average person on the street would do damage to themselves or others with this knowledge. Oh, okay. That's why they were kept secret. Or because they would be, you know, sought out and killed for it. Okay. Which, you know, a lot of a lot of people around right now have past live memory life memories of being killed for their gifts. Yep. <laughs> so we're going, sing it, sister, you know, that's how this is going, right? Mm-hmm. Or some combination of thereof. That's the reason mystery schools existed, right? Okay. And that's the reason they were kept secret, okay? is so that they could actually survive all right, right. Christianity went through that in its birth right, in its origin right. story. the as early well.
1: churches and basements and things like that to avoid being persecuted. yep,
0: yeah. Uh, the West Wing actually did an episode on Shibboleth, oh, really? <laughs> which is the the word that you would use to be known as a uh, a seeker of of truth in the Christian faith. You know, that was back in the days when Christianity was a mystery school.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So mystery schools Um,
1: not only teach you the mysteries of the universe, but they were in themselves a mystery in order to protect those who participated in them.
0: Yeah. So in today's uh, cultural genres, (laughs) we see these reflected in uh, movies and books. Okay. So, for instance, Hogwarts. Okay. Hogwarts is a mystery school. Yep right? You only get in if you get an invitation and you have to know that the wizarding world exists and you have to have certain skills and you have to be ready to go, right? right? And then you get a magical invitation, right? That's a mystery school right, right there. Khartoum in Dr. Strange, yep. the school that he sat outside of and whacked and whacked and whacked yes. at the door and refused <laughs> to leave. That is actually a traditional mystery school approach. In a traditional mystery school, You have to seek them out. You have to ask and be told no twice and then ask again before they would ever let you in. Really? It's a test of your commitment. Okay. And I have to tell you, it's important because if you're going to step into a mystery school process, it is a hardcore look at yourself Mm -hmm. and you will have to dive deep into yourself and be willing to root out the roots of who you believe yourself to be in order to transform yourself into the person who can receive the information. Because when we have limiting beliefs, when we have assumptions about life that are invalid for the the structure of what you're being taught, they have to first be pulled out before you can even begin to see things in the way that you need to see them in order to get the information. And in fact, here's, here's a great example. Uh, Four years, I gave away to friends the entire contents of what is two years of my program. Okay. I gave it away. Not one person came to me and went, Oh my God, everything's changed. Because you can't just take the content. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work you have to be able to embrace the shift in the perspective. You have to be brought into a place where you can see things from a different angle, right? So if you think about it, if you're starting off in the Valley and what you're being asked to see is over the mountaintop, you can have it described to you all day long, but if you've never been to the top of that mountain, you will not understand what that mountaintop view looks like. Okay. So this is why the mystery school training is so important, right? People go and they get these books. And I see this happening around here in Richmond. Richmond has a burgeoning spiritual community. And there's a huge number of people who really want to learn about spirituality. And they've been reading a lot of books. And there have been no teachers in the area who are more advanced, who can talk to them about it, right? Who will have a greater understanding of it. And so what I'm seeing as I go out to these places is people are teaching clearly what they have learned from the books, but they're teaching it from the perspective that is not the perspective of the author. Right. And so the the message is getting twisted.
1: Right. They're teaching the words they read, but not the exact behind it.
0: Yeah. And it's not their fault. Right. They just, they don't have the perspective, right? That's the brilliance of a mystery school is that it provides you with that guidance and that support so that all these books that you've been reading all these years and all of these, you know, individual classes that you've taken from people who may or may not be like the people who've been doing the trainings around here and whatnot, you know, so that they start to make sense. Mm -hmm. So a mystery school, each mystery school has its own focus. Okay. Okay. Um, the modern day, uh, well, forever, the Masons have been a mystery school. Yep. Right. Um, they are a fraternal order. So if you're a girl, you kind of SOL on that one. <laughs> you know, our founding fathers, almost all of them were Masons. Yep. And so our country was created with magic. <laughs> Woohoo. Right. Yep. The mystery schools are based in what your goal is. Mm-hmm. Right. And so there are different mystery schools for different purposes. So as, as I was looking up mystery schools, I came across one for goddesses that uses shamanic techniques and stuff like that. And it's, you know, for goddess work, I have no idea whether or not they, they accept men, but you know, maybe, Mm. I don't know. And then I came across one that was claiming to be the oldest one ever. I don't see why it matters to be honest. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things that I was seeing repeated on these sites is that if your energetic teachings work, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how old you are. That's really what it comes down to because we're all built on the knowledge of the people who came before us. Okay. I didn't imagine all of this stuff all by myself. Right. I learned from a ton of people over the last 40 years and they learned from a ton of people before them. Mm-hmm. And before them and before them and before them, right? I yep. mean, this is this is the nature of evolution in our culture, right? As we all learn from those who came before us. And we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. Yep. And so if you have a mystery school with gifts to offer, then that's that's what it is. I say this only because it was a weird energetic as I was looking at these websites, right? Okay. And so uh, if you're considering a mystery school, and I, this isn't about me at all, I'm just saying if you're considering a mystery school, do not use the length of time that they've been around as a determining factor. Right. Because it it feels like this sort of mind's a bigger thing, right? Yeah. It ain't right energetically. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying.
1: So use Khartoum as, a, yeah. as an example of a mystery school where you asked to enter three times. The first two times, you're going to say no before they let you in. And that was this construct of, of testing your commitment, we said. And my right. first thought when when I heard that, I'm like, oh, it's like the open bar theory, right? You, you go to a, a, a party or a wedding that has an open bar, and people go up to the bar, they'll get a drink, they'll take a couple sips, and then they'll put the full drink on the table, and they'll walk away and go get another drink. And then what you have is all this waste. But if they're actually paying for it, they'll finish the whole drink. But it seemed to me that as we got into it further, it was more than just their commitment to want to do it, it was also a test of their mind space. Because you talked about giving the the work away to friends, and they did it, but they didn't get it because it wasn't just that they weren't committed, it was that their mind space wasn't there yet. And this no, no, yes, shows not only that they want to do it, but that they're ready to do it.
0: Absolutely. There's a piece where you have to check and see if people are ready for the work. Right. Right. Um, Kathy, when she was teaching her program separately, um, and it's now part of our process, um, but she would do what she called testing their energetic container. Okay. Because basically she was, she was trying to make sure the reason we do it in the, the second year of the program is because, uh, she was testing to make sure that the energetic container was solid right? Because she can't do her work until the energetic container is solid. Right, And we have a process to sort of bring people through that, right? But even to get into my process, there is a state that you have to be in before you're ready to even begin the work. And that's the thing is that sometimes when you get told no, you get told to go away for a while and go right. do something to get yourself ready, prepare yourself, right? yeah, to prepare you. Right. Yeah. And you know, we we have these sorts of trials in the rituals that we run as well. When we do transformational retreats, and I have stood many times in the role of the gatekeeper. And it's like if you come up and you're not ready to go through the door, you're not getting through the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what the door is to, you know, the door may be to anything that we're doing in that particular ritual. The door is different every time, but if you're not prepared if you're not ready, if your energy isn't in alignment with getting through that door, you are not getting through. Right, And it's the same thing to get into a mystery school, or it should be. Right. And we've talked about this many times. It's like, I don't hand magic to people who haven't done their work because they're unsafe with it, both for themselves and others, right? right? Yep. But it's even worse than that in a mystery school, because if you take someone in when they're not ready... 1 they will not succeed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that will be your fault, not theirs, for having accepted them because you knew better. Yep. Right? And 2 they will bring the group down with them. You know, the the team that they're studying with. Yep. And 3 they will likely be inoculated against ever getting it in the future. Right. So it's bad for everybody. Yep. And and this,
1: just to be clear here for the folks listening, this is this is stuff that people who are running the mystery schools need to keep in mind. This is not stuff that somebody who wants to get into a mystery school needs to necessarily check. I mean, they should check in with themselves, but the expectation is that the person you're going to do the schooling with is going to do this check on you, and they're right. going to let you know you're ready or you're not.
0: Right. And that, what I'm saying to the people who are applying is you need to recognize that for those of us running the mystery schools, we have to do this. Right. And if we say no to you, it's not because we don't love you and we don't want you to come back. It's because you're not ready, and we're we're keeping you safe. Right. We're taking care of you in the process of saying no. Yeah, right. It's never a, a statement of you know I hate you go away. Mm-hmm. It never is. It's just mm, yeah you're not ready yet and here's some things you can do to get ready.
1: Well, and I was just going to ask that. So they they don't get into the mystery school, right? There's mm-hmm. there's a reason that they don't get into the mystery school. What's the prep school for a mystery school? I mean, what are <laughs> I suppose it's going to depend on the person, but is it that It depends a on the person. Yeah.
0: yeah. It really just depends on who the person is and what they've done before and you know, we may send people down different paths. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I could say, "Hey, you know, you're still too heavily in your victim" you know, you may want to do some therapy or, hey, you are really angry at men, you might want to do a women's course first. You know, it it just depends on the person. So when you're in a mystery school, there are varying levels of the work. And you see that in Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange is the best mystery school depiction that I've seen. Okay. And that's probably one of the reasons why I love it so much. I watch (laughs) it over and over. I love it. So and, and it's a classic example too. If you've watched the movie, there's one person who was a star student who never got the message about how to hold his own power. Never really integrated that and went looking for his power outside of himself and took a whole bunch of people with him. Right. And the school split and fought against itself and the planet almost died as a result. Right. Yep. This is what happens if you don't insist that somebody does their personal growth work first. <laughs> so there's two pieces, right? Is that you're going to have to watch Doctor Strange to understand this piece. Okay? Just saying. Just so well, and,
1: and let's be fair. Doctor Strange is a movie and you need conflict in order for a movie to work.
0: <laughs> well, that too. But I'm just saying that the the ancient one in the movie was doing a practice to extend her life that was beyond what she had taught her top students yet. Mm-hmm. And one of them discovered it, felt betrayed, didn't understand, and wasn't willing to find out why and turned against her for it. Right. right. And so when you have that level of of stuff going on, it can get very hard for a school to survive. But when you do all of your personal growth work, then when something like that happens, you go, hey, you told us never to do that. What, what, right. what are you doing? Right. And then being able to have the conversation. Yep.
1: So it's, it's having that foundation, that sort of self uh, awareness that doesn't allow that doubt to creep in as easily. And the, the conversations are more beneficial at that point. Yeah. To have.
0: Yeah. yeah. The biggest challenge that Westerners mm-hmm. have, and I want to take that even more specific to the U S okay. In the U.S., we are freedom junkies, right? We love to just do what we want to do and nobody tells us what to do ever, right? Yeah. And the biggest challenge that people in the U.S. have is that they don't like to follow instructions. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> we just don't want to do it. We, we want to learn, but we don't want to have to do it your way, right? right? <laughs> and so if there was one thing that I would say to anyone in the U.S. in particular or anywhere else in the world, if this applies to you, is that if you're going to come into a mystery school, ancient mystery schools used to be like hardcore, you follow instructions or you're out on your ass. Right. And there's a reason for that. If you don't follow instructions, if you don't take the path that you're being led down, you blow up. And that happens. Okay. It's not a cult-like thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because I know it sounds sort of culty, right? right. It's not a cult-like thing. It's kind of like I took shop instead of home Yeah. And- The guy who ran the shop was the sweetest guy ever, (laughs) but he was a mean bastard when he was in shop because you needed to take him seriously when he told you to stop what you were doing immediately. Because if you didn't, you would cut your finger off. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So there are things that it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, we tell you to do it if you don't do it. Okay, well, you're not getting the full benefit of the program. So, you know, but it's, you know, you're a sovereign being, so do what you will, right? right? And then there are things that were like, don't freaking do this.
1: Right, exactly. Or
0: stop right now yep. and cease and desist and go do this instead. Right, yeah. because you are five seconds from blowing yourself up. Right, right. Those moments, you need to be willing to listen. Yeah, <laughs> right? yep. Because the the post blow up is not pretty. No, nope. right? and we we've, yeah. we've been talking about this the whole That's series. That's what we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what we
0: talk about. <laughs> so you know, there's this place where you really need to be prepared to actually do what you're told. Right. <laughs> Okay, and to know that you know we're not going to be hard asses about it unless we have to be hard asses about it. So, if you're going to enter any sort of hardcore spiritual mystery school process, you need to be willing to follow instructions. Yeah. And I want to be really clear that there's a difference between following instructions and handing over your power.
1: Okay, this is this is important here.
0: <laughs> okay. I see this a lot when people come into schools. And to a certain extent, it's not inappropriate. When, you, when you're walking into a process that you don't understand, handing over some of your power to the other person and saying, I trust you to guide me is relevant. Right. It's the appropriate thing to do. If you're lost in the woods and someone else is a guide, you go yep. where they want to go. You follow them because they know where they're going, right? right? Yep. So a certain amount of that is valid. but And this is the piece where particularly my people my my challenged childhood people right this is where we get s- sort of screwed is that we come in from this parent child dynamic and yeah. we hand over responsibility for our total being right to our teachers and when you do that you're almost guaranteed to be disappointed right this okay? is not
1: a this is not a case where you're opening yourself up to a guide this is a case where you're you're sort of just giving everything to this other person to say, okay, you you take care of me.
0: Yeah. And the other person becomes, the the teacher becomes the parent. Right. The surrogate parent. That's an inappropriate dynamic. Yeah. That's a dynamic that's going to bite you in the butt if you're not careful. Yeah. Right? And probably even if you are careful. Yeah. I
1: was just going to say that almost never works out okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's never a, a healthy relationship.
0: Yeah. This is the sort of thing that I want you to be aware of is that when you walk in, you need to trust your teacher. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is that you choose, you need to trust your teacher, yep that's. Part if of you don't ready. trust them, you should not work with them
1: right exactly,
0: okay, period, end of conversation there's no no doubts, no take backs, nothing right? right, but you need to not treat them like a parent
1: mm-hmm.
0: right Yeah. you need to still hold on to your own responsibility to take care of your own well-being, and that means being able to recognize when you're about to cross your boundaries, yeah, right or when you're about to be asked to do something that's out of alignment with who you are. You know, I've been working with someone who has been helping me with my Facebook stuff. Okay. And he and I've been working on, you know, getting the messaging down and getting the word out so I can sort of let more people know what I do. And he's really conscious in the spiritual world and he's done his work. And, you know, we speak the same language and he said, I want you to do this thing. And, I was like, "Really? You want me to do that?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, hmm, "Okay. Well, I'll write it up. Yeah, I can do it. Not excited, but I can do it." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, write it up, and you know, we'll, we'll promote it. Blah blah blah." And I sat with it for a day, and I sat with it for a second day, and I sat with it for a third day. And you know, he's my guide, yeah. right? You know, there's a certain extent to which you you say, okay, well, you take me where where I need to go. Well, the fourth day I woke up and I, I was like, mm, no. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. And you know, to be fair to him, it was completely reasonable for, for people who are not me. Right. Right? Yeah. He wanted me to do this sort of peak state activation thing, which I'm perfectly capable of doing. And you would feel amazing for like three or four days. Mm -hmm. And then you would feel just like yourself again. (laughs) And I call that that sort of, you know, you have to come to me to feel good and then come back when you feel bad again. I call that being sort of a spiritual pusher. Right. Right. And I just don't do that. I'm I'm not here to make you feel good for a minute. I'm here to make you feel good for your life, yeah. right? And I just don't do those sort of short-term drug pushes. Te- teach
1: know? a person to fish versus just giving them a little bit of the fish. And when
0: they get hungry, they've got to come back to you for more. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a teacher person to fish kind of person, yeah. right? And it was out of alignment with who I was. Right. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Some people mm-hmm. love that. And, and there are people who will do that for decades. They yeah. will come back and just do it over and over and over again. And they're perfectly happy to do that. And the people who, who do that are perfectly happy to do it for them. I don't want to do that. Right. So, you know, when I went out of alignment, I spoke up. Yeah. Right. That's the same sort of thing you need to do with a teacher, When you're in a mystery school, if they're taking you down a path that takes you out of alignment with your beingness, then you need to speak up.
1: You know, and that's a great point that ties back to the self-awareness piece and being able to have those conversations. Now, you saying, no, this doesn't fit with my alignment didn't fracture and destroy your relationship with this person you were working with. It was just Correct. your ability to speak up and say, I know enough about myself to say that this doesn't work for me. You have that conversation and you move on. It's right. There are some people who are so unsure that when they get to the point where they speak up, it's an explosion and then everything just blows up and that, that goes to doing your work and being aware of yourself to be able to do this work.
0: Well, and even if you wait too long to speak up, yep. a good teacher should be able to recognize that. Yep.
1: Absolutely. No doubt. You know,
0: somebody yep. blows up at me because they waited too long to speak. I'm like, okay, I can hear you've been holding this for a while. Yep. Out of Let's character. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But if your teacher ever makes you feel bad for speaking up, to take care of yourself, that's when you need to question whether or not this is the right place for you to be. Yep. Indeed. Okay. There's, there's, and there's balancing, there's this weird balancing thing that you have to do, right? Yeah. Because oftentimes we will get right up against the edge of something that is really threatening for us. And that is, is if we go over to the other edge, is going to be a huge growth process yeah. for us. But because we're terrified, because our ego doesn't want to die, because we're we're feeling so uncomfortable, we may say, this is an alignment with me, yeah. and I don't wanna do it. You know, that's a that's a resistance in that case, right? Yeah. So there's this weird sort of in-between space where you have to be able to sit down and, and pick it apart with your teacher and say, is this truly not in alignment with me? Or am I just so desperately freaked out about yeah. this transition that I'm trying to find any path out of it?
1: And that's a great point to talk about that sort of weird balancing aspect you're talking about, because nothing we do in in transformational journey is going to be easy. Most right. of it will be uncomfortable at some point. At <laughs> some stage, we're going to hit a point where we're like, this is terrifying. I'm not stepping over this line and it's easy at that point to say this is not in alignment with me this is not i know myself well enough but that's that's a great point that that's where you sit down with that teacher and you have that conversation so you pick it apart where you get to the root of it is it really out of alignment or is it just
0: fear yeah and that's a challenging conversation to have and that's where trusting your teacher makes a difference right both teacher and student.
1: That's a tough conversation. Because Absolutely, you're into a, yeah. Because
0: you know, as a teacher, I never want to take somebody outside of their alignment. Outside of and the comfort
1: zone is okay to an extent, but outside, outside of alignment, outside the comfort zone is required. Absolutely,
0: <laughs> it's required. Right. Because if you're not out of your comfort zone, you're not doing anything, right? Exactly, right? it's required. But to take somebody down a path that is either traumatizing or out of alignment with who they are, or you know sets them into a direction that they don't want to be in, that's problematic. Right. And, and as a teacher, you never want to do that to yeah. somebody, yeah. right? And so, you know, we're very careful that it's one of the reasons why we don't use intoxicants with anything that we do. So mm-hmm. we don't do ayahuasca, we don't do POD, we don't mm-hmm. do any intoxicants because we want to make sure that you are fully present right. for your experience yep. because when you use an intoxicant, things can go sideways right. without you realizing, yep. right? The process itself, and you're right. I've seen so many people doing live ritual where, you know, they're getting ready to go into the process and they're like dear in the headlights, yep. you know, they've got these wide eyes and they're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Right. right. And I remember being there. And I remember being that person and I went through that every person who's ever done any sort of initiatory process has had that experience. And so you're in good company when you're there. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, understanding that that's part of the process is often helpful. Yep. So, you know, if you're considering joining a mystery school, really take time to get to know the people who are running it yep. because what you want to ask yourself is, do I want to be them? Okay. Because that's all they can teach you is how to be them because that's all they know Mm -hmm. because they have become what they were taught. You know, let's say it's an 8,000 year old or 4,000 year old mystery school, right? They have become what the teachings have made them into. And so if you don't want to be the person that you're looking at, then you should not study with them. And I want to be really clear because there's a lot of different paths. Mm -hmm. They're all valid. Yeah. They're all valid. It's it's all different facets of this huge prism of life. The thing that I want you to remember is your gut is going to tell you. If you are in alignment with the work that's being done, if you are in alignment with the person that's leading it. If you feel called and you're scared,
1: right? Yep.
0: <laughs> you got to be scared, right? <laughs> if you're not scared, then you're not taking it seriously, and you shouldn't do it, yeah, right? Exactly. If you're scared, you have to be scared. If you're a little scared by it, or a lot scared by it, then it's the right path.
1: Well, and you have right? to want to be scared. This goes to the knock, knock, go away, knock, knock, go away, knock, knock, okay, come in.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because the only paths that change you significantly will come with fear, yep. all of them. If you're going to have a significant change, you will be terrified at looking at the path because you will not know who you're going to become and what it's going to do to you. And you will feel the power of it. If you yep. can feel the power of it, you will be, fr- you will be frightened. <laughs> okay? That's okay. just the nature of the beast. Any technology sufficiently advanced will appear to be magic. Arthur C. Clarke. Right. So these are, these are technologies, you know, we're, yep. we're teaching magic is a technology. It's just, a, it's, it's a technology without, without machines, but you know, we're teaching technologies and they're really advanced and they will appear to be magic. Right. Yep. <laughs> so it, it is, it is that, you know, I see so many people come up to the precipice and go, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Oh, crap. Right. <laughs>
1: you know? And oh crap is okay as long as you're still ready to go over. <laughs>
0: right. Oh crap is fine as long as it's followed by Here we go. I'm doing it. <laughs>
1: yes, <Right>? exactly. <laughs> you know,
0: you need to be to be successful in a mystery school, you kind of need to be a come hell or high water person. Yeah. You know, I am doing this come hell or high water, right? Yeah. And and if that's not who you are, you probably should not do a mystery school. Yeah. Because You need that come hell or high water mentality to get through some of the harder parts.
1: Well, this has been great. I think we've learned a ton about what a mystery school is. I no longer think that it's, I get to wear, you know, the smoke a pipe and wear the, (laughs) the funny hat and and
0: the sorting hat.
1: Yes. Well, the sorting (laughs) hat I'll wear. Yes. But not, not Sherlock Holmes's hat. That's, that's what I don't get to wear. But I think that, I think that we've sort of unlocked, if you will, um, excuse the, the pun here, unlocked the mystery behind the mystery school. Thank you so much. You're Lots welcome. of good information here. Is there anything else you want to share with folks before we leave?
0: Well, I run a mystery school. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
1: you might want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> it's the Sacred Power and Purpose Mystery School. And, you know, the very first step to getting in is Inner Peace 101, which is finding emotional safety, which we've talked about before on the podcast. It's the foundation course that helps you to... Be able to be with discomfort
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, without seeing it as an attack. And it allows you to shore up your inner self yeah. enough that you can do some of the deeper work. It's a four month program. If you're interested in it, it's on the website at kellysparta.com, K E L L E. And the entire curriculum, actually, for the first three years is laid out on the website. So if that's curious for you, uh, check it out in the online programs. And on the mystery school
1: page. Okay, interpiece one hundred and one, and that's how they get started. That's how they get in. Is there an application to the school itself, or yes. do you? Okay, so there's there's a hey, I want to be in the mystery school program. Yes. Um, which I know is going to include a number of other things, other yes. programs within it. So there on the page itself is a place where they can apply to join the mystery school.
0: Yeah. Okay. There is
1: an application on the page. Is there a door for them to knock on?
0: Well, the application is a door to knock okay. on because uh, the application is to have a discovery call with me or Kathy.
1: That was exactly what I was going to ask is right. if, the, if the door was a discovery call. Well,
0: okay. <laughs> so it's actually the, the application, you may not even get the call. It depends. Okay. So we look at the applications and based on the application, we may say, hey, it looks like you're not quite ready. Here's some things we would suggest. Okay. Um, and again, it's the here, do this first and then come back thing. So, you know, we, you may try and make the application and we may say no, or you may get on the call with us and we may say no, yeah. <laughs> but usually if you get on the call with us, most people get through. Okay. Okay. Right. And just, you know, we've been teasing some stuff that's coming up and, uh, just so you know that get you ready to get into the mystery school. Yep. Courses are coming.
1: Awesome. And that will all be available on Kellysparta.com when it's available. Yes. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Any Joey. Kellyisms we're gonna go out with.
0: Don't wait to be hit over the head. Oftentimes, and I just heard this from somebody on a call last week. She's you know, we met like four years ago at an event. Mm. And I remember her coming up to me and going, oh, I think I need to talk to you. And I was like, great, here's my card, you know, let's, let's talk. And she never called me back when I reached out and she made an appointment and she was like, you know, I I think I've just been waiting for my teacher to show up. And I was like, I did. (laughs) and you didn't answer (laughs) you know sometimes that's the case is that you the person that you're waiting for is right in front of you and and has been for a while so you know don't wait to be hit over the head with something when you meet the person or when you find the person however you find them the skies are not going to open and the sun is not going to shine down on their head and the noise is not going to happen in the background (laughs) you're going to go that person feels really good because they say when the student is ready the teacher will appear and that's true but you got to pay attention (laughs) there's some
1: instincts to trust there (laughs) yeah Perfect. All right. Well, that is all that we have for this week, but be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C, here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone.
0: Hi. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, I leave behind a little fear.
1: Spirit trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K E. E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A.com. That's Kelly at KellySparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to KellySparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions.
0: Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing but you feel like you kind of probably should especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that well i have great news for you because our welcome to the woo program does just that for you it teaches you how to hold your energy field manage your energy field clear your energy field protect your energy field and learn how to protect your space